Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about the five components of unconditional self-love and how to cultivate more of it. So I hope this episode is helpful. Grab your notebook and let's start talking. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Agarwal. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so, so much for being here, and I'm so excited to dive into today's episode. Actually, wait, before we get started, I wanted to check with you. Have you heard about my new app? It's called Affirm It, and it's your one-stop shop for all things affirmations, manifestation, and self-healing. I really have been wanting to create something for you that truly empowers you to realize that you genuinely have everything you need within you. You don't need me. You don't need any other coaches. This app genuinely has everything you need to get that life that you've been trying to manifest, and it has gentle daily reminders, guided audio affirmations, sleep affirmations, affirmation reminders, and so much more good information, good energy, and so many things that I know will help you manifest your dreams. Because I'm so grateful for you, I'm actually offering you a free seven-day trial. And this is a genuine seven-day trial. That means you don't have to type in your credit card. You won't be automatically charged. There's no ads and you get complete access to the app as if you've already subscribed to it. So if you do want to learn more about the app, head over to affirmation-addict.com slash app, or if you're ready to dive in, head over to the iTunes app store and search for Affirm It. The Android version will be coming soon, and as soon as it's ready, I'll be sure to let you know. Now we can officially dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, happy Monday. So today I wanted to tell you guys a little bit about how to cultivate unconditional self-love. I think it is so known that self-love is important. Self-love is the foundation. I think self-love, we all know that it's really important, but I wanted to take a different approach to it. And after doing some reflecting, especially before the wedding, getting married and really just being conscious and mindful, I really realized for me, self-love can be broken down into five different components. And so I want to walk you through each of those components and tell you an affirmation I use for each of those components. So you can judge based on how you relate, which one connects with you, if you need one affirmation more than the other, or maybe you need all of them. And that is totally fine because these five components and affirmations are actually my core affirmations. I say these every single 
all day, especially when I'm feeling a little doubtful, especially when I'm not feeling as good. So I really hope that the five components of self-love resonate with you and you can take away something. So I really recommend grabbing your notes or even grabbing your phone just to take some notes um, while I talk about each of these components. So the first component I believe to cultivate unconditional self-love is acceptance because I think we are so hard on ourselves and we want to change ourselves and we just think we're not right. Like we feel like we have to fix ourselves to create that level of love, to receive that level of love. The first step for me and the first component of unconditional self-love is accepting ourselves. And I really think this is so important because It is so easy to look at other people and be like, man, I wish I was like that or see and feel different things and feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. And I understand being motivated by seeing other people and looking outside, but the only way you can actually make shifts is by first accepting who you are right here, right now. All insecurities intact, all faults, mistakes, judgments, all of that intact, accepting yourself for who you are right now. A lot of us tend to hold some sort of guilt, shame, things that we are not the most proud of. And that is something that you need to accept about yourself. Because if you keep holding on to that and trying to pretend that you didn't do it or pretend that it didn't happen, you're only creating more of a disconnect between you and your true self. So the moment you start to acknowledge and accept, hey, maybe I did make a mistake or maybe I shouldn't have done that. Or I was a little rude to that person and that wasn't necessary, that's the moment you can start seeing those shifts. Because until you start to take responsibility and accept who you are right now, you won't be able to love yourself and you won't be able to create more love in your world. Whether that's from yourself, from work, from somebody else, Like you need to have that level of acceptance and acknowledging who you are in this moment. And it's not a bad thing. Who you are right now is absolutely more than enough and is more than worthy of your own love. Because in the end, if you think about it, why do we kind of not accept ourselves? Why do we shame ourselves or hold ourselves responsible? And just why are we so mean to ourselves? That's the question that always pops into my head. And the reason is, is we are conditioned to consistently try and grow, to consistently try and fix ourselves. But in this fixing ourselves culture, the first foundation is accepting. You can still want to fix and grow. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with trying to grow and become better, but just because you're trying to get better doesn't mean that you're not good enough right now. It doesn't mean that you aren't good. You aren't worthy. You aren't whole right now. There's always room for growth. That's just the law of nature. So shifting your perspective on accepting who you are and being so comfortable with you just as you are fully from the day you were born to right now. And even before that, even energetically, that to me is so, so powerful in the journey of cultivating even more powerful self-love. So the first affirmation I want to give you is I unconditionally accept myself for everything I've done in the past, for everything I'm thinking right now, and for who I am in the future. Okay, so component number two, I believe for creating unconditional self-love, the second component is 
patience. I believe we are in a society of quick fixes, the internet, things are lightning fast, and speed is such a big component. We are becoming to lose patience in day-to-day stuff. I lose patience in literally not receiving a package the next day. Like It is so bad, and I hate that I'm like that sometimes, but really, we are in a world where patience is becoming a really, really, really hard to find quality. Like speed is a commodity, time and quickness and efficiency is a commodity. And I think that's awesome in certain aspects. But I also think that we are in tend to rush things. We tend to not be patient and not wait for things to marinate. We aren't able to let things sit and settle and simmer. Like when you're cooking, right? When you're cooking and say you're cooking a piece of meat or you're cooking tofu, you have to sometimes let that marinate in the sauce for hours in order to get that flavor incorporated. And same thing with self-love or growth or whatever you're trying to do. Yes, you might take the action today, but you might have to let that action's energy sit and marinate and vibrate onto you until you see that result of whatever you're trying to manifest. We've lost so much patience throughout this process and throughout the way our world is changing that I believe that is so important on this journey to self-love because the more patience you have with yourself and even while trying to create more self-love, it doesn't have to feel instant. It doesn't have to feel like, oh, I took a deep breath and man, I'm overwhelmed with self-love. It's a really long process, I believe, to feel what I think is called self-love. And I don't even know what self-love is. You know what I mean? To me, self-love is these five components, but it could be completely different for you. So being patient with your journey, being patient with just your life and just your growth and creating that self-love is so important because when we are too harsh on ourselves and we're not ready to wait and let things marinate and let things soak up those flavors, you're not going to get that good result. It's not going to taste as good. It won't feel like a finished product. So I really think being patient with yourself throughout this journey is a huge component of self-love, especially because our society really neglects patience in our day-to-day activities, such as ordering something off Amazon. So I really think that patience for me has been a big one that I am definitely still working on. And my affirmation for this is I am patient with myself as I grow and love myself. Component number three is growth. And this, what I mean, it's kind of a, I tried to pick an overarching word because I had a lot to say on this one, is the po- the piece that I think we all forget is we're all always going to grow and you're never going to be done growing. And I think a lot of us feel that once you're done growing, you're there. We've made it, right? We are worthy enough. We're good enough. Once we don't need to grow. And I think we spend so much time in our childhood trying to grow up and become adults and then vice versa. When you're adults, you feel like you want to stop time and soak in the moment and go be a kid again. I think that's the beautiful paradox of life right there. The beautiful paradox of manifestation, the beautiful paradox of law of attraction is that we think that growth and once you stop growing, you've made it. Remember when you were a kid and you were like, man, I just want to grow up and be an adult. I want to be able to just grow up. I want to stop growing. I want to get to that point. You thought you'd be done, right? But now you're an adult and you're like, well, 
I was wrong. And that's exactly how I feel like we are in our journey of generating more self-love. I feel like we think we're going to hit this plateau or we're going to hit this moment where you just know, yes, this is self-love. I have mastered this. And I think we're searching so hard for that end point to check it off our to-do list. But I don't think that's the right way to go across it. I think with self-love, acknowledging that there's always room for even more self-love is something that should excite you rather than make you upset. I think that should be something so exciting and understanding that the more you grow, the more human you are. Because once you stop growing, there's no purpose on earth, right? Like nature, if you look at nature, all nature is doing is growing and regrowing and expanding and becoming even more. That's our purpose too. We are just like nature. And so being okay with growth and enjoying that process of growing and learning and evolving and taking that journey of learning, I think is a huge part of being okay with creating more self-love. I think being okay with growth is one of my biggest almost tricks to self-love and creating more self-love is I'm okay that right now I might be at one level of self-love and then two weeks I might be at a higher level and even more. And there's always room for growth. And that I think is such a beautiful thing. So for me, number three is growth. And the affirmation I use for that is I am willing and able to grow as much as I want. Okay, component number four is self-trust. This is probably my biggest area of room for improvement. Go figure, we were just talking about growth. Um, But to me, the fourth component of self-love is self-trust, self-confidence, trusting your intuition, honoring your truth. All of that, I think, goes into what I like to call self-trust because I think self-love and lack of self-love is what goes hand in hand with lack of self-trust. I believe self-love is so prominently trusting yourself and being comfortable trusting yourself and not needing anybody else's validation that that's why I think self-trust is such a huge component of self-love. And I 100% am comfortable saying that this is my biggest area of improvement and of growth actually, because I need to work on this. I need to work on trusting myself and trusting my intuition, trusting that I'm in the right place. I get it. I get if you don't have that right now, that is totally fine. I get if this is something you need more of. And I think that's a beautiful thing to create more self-trust. The biggest thing I like to do is I like to challenge myself. I'm in a situation or I'm making a decision and I try and stick with my gut instinct. The first thing I get even though I'll start to doubt it, even though other people will tell me different things, I will force myself to go with the decision that immediately came to me and see how that plays out. The worst that can happen is it takes a little longer to get to the right decision, right? So something I've been doing in my business is going with my gut instinct, going with myself and trusting it without caring what other people are telling me, without listening to other people's advice and just testing out like almost like a little game, making those decisions based on off of my own intuition and trusting that because honestly, 99% of these decisions I've made have made my business grow monumentally compared to when I take a calculated decision, weigh it out and think too much over it. I always end up choosing the solution that I immediately came up with. So what if I could save more time and just trust myself rather than go through the whole doubt process, right? So for me, my favorite practical way to implement and create more self-trust 
is to go with that. Even if it doesn't feel right, even if I'm scared, even if I want to believe somebody else, I force myself to take the decision that feels right to me or that came to my heart first or came to my head first. Challenging yourself to just try listening to your intuition is a great way to let it speak louder. And some of you might ask, hey, I can't hear my intuition. I don't even know what that feels like. To me, intuition is just the first instinct. If you have any resistance towards something, if you have any kind of inkling towards something, that is your intuition speaking. So try and hear it. And you can even ask your intuition to come louder, right? You can speak to your intuition. You can speak to your higher self to show up a little louder, to show up a little closer, and to to show up more prominently. That is something I love working on because it's definitely helped me. And I know the more I can work on it, the better I can even become. So my favorite affirmation for generating more self-trust is I allow myself to listen to my intuition fearlessly and relentlessly. And number six, which I think is so fun and so powerful is presence. And I called it presence because I think self-love, a lot of the times we tend to kind of create it when other people are watching, right? I think we create self-love on Instagram or when people are watching or when we're with our friends, we're like, oh, that's self-care. But what about doing self-care or practicing self-love when you're alone, just by yourself? To me, I think the biggest test and the most beautiful way to really trust and listen and see if you have enough self-love is spending some time by yourself, being fully present with just you, not on your phone, just doing something, whether you're cooking, whether you are baking, whether you're painting, or you're just walking around or driving around or playing a sport. Maybe you're just sitting still and meditating or doing yoga or whatever that is for you. That to me is a beautiful way to understand your level of self-love and create more of it. If you can spend time with yourself, if you can enjoy spending time with yourself, to me, that's the hardest level and hardest component of self-love to really master because it's so easy to distract ourselves and feel like being alone is sad and depressing. And I have so many friends who hate doing things alone, but to me, one of my favorite things is doing things alone because I feel like I have space to breathe. I feel like I have room to breathe and really listen and tap in and tune in. And it's okay to be quiet. So having the utmost presence when you're in your own presence, I think is a biggest act and component of self-love that you can work up to. And it doesn't mean that you have to start by meditating and being so blissful right away. Maybe that is already you. That's amazing. But maybe you start by just doing something quietly, no phone, and just being in there, just doing it with you and having fun with it and channeling your creativity. For me, the biggest way this comes out is if I'm cooking. I tend to try and cook with no music, with no nothing, and just to try and feel and breathe and sing to myself. Like that's fine. It's more so just creating that within you and trusting that like 
I have everything I need within you. I can be so present within myself and make myself have so much fun with just me and only me. It's such an empowering feeling that like I had fun cooking a whole meal or baking a whole cake with no music, no phone, just me, my intuition. And if you need a recipe, write it down on paper. You don't need your phone. Just write it down on paper. Just try and go back a couple steps and enjoy your time with yourself. I feel like that's a beautiful way to really generate more self-love that it's really uncomfortable for so many of us. So I challenge you after today, after listening to this episode, do something by yourself, just you, and try and be fully present in that. And the affirmation to help you with that is I enjoy spending time with myself plain and simple. And so to give you a quick little recap, the five components of generating self-love and of self-love for me are acceptance, patience, growth, self-trust, and presence. And if you want the affirmations for those, please go back and find those um, because they are kind of sprinkled in throughout the whole podcast. So I hope this episode was super helpful for you. I hope you were able to take away and take one action that I recommended today. I gave you lots of examples, so I hope that you are able to just take away something from this and try and do something to generate even more self-love, generate even more self-love for yourself. And if you have other components that mean something to you, I would love to hear about it. Please tag me, share on the podcast, share on the review section. Just, I would love to hear back from you. I read all of your guys' messages, even if I don't get back to them all. So I would love to hear from you. What are your components to self-love? love? How is self-love represented in your life? Because I think it's different for all of us and that's the beauty of it. So have a beautiful day. I hope you can create even more love for yourself by the end of today. And I'll talk to you super, super soon. Bye. So how did you like today's episode? I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording it. And before you leave, I wanted to just say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for spending some time with me. If this episode or any of my content has ever inspired you, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a review in the iTunes podcast app and just share this with someone you care about. The more you guys leave reviews and share this with people, the more I am able to create more content for you and that's what fuels me and keeps me going. I am so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today and until next time, I'm sending you lots of love and lots of healing energy. Bye!